Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Getting to Know You. You all know me, your host, Jen Dawson, Petra's Associate Director of Educational Programs. But today, I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Bella Plumtree. She is in her final year of residency at the University of Massachusetts, and she has been participating in Petra's birthmarks and genetics-focused study groups. And my hat is off to her because she graciously took on mentoring a group of medical students for us on this last mentorship cycle. So welcome, Dr. Plumtree. I'm so happy to be talking to you today. Thanks, Jen. I'm excited to be here. So let's get started with the same question I ask everybody. How did you come to pediatric dermatology? Yeah, great question. I think I have a similar path to lots of people in that I knew I really liked pediatrics. Um, and that was always something that I was thinking of pursuing long-term. I did a dem rotation when I was in medical school sometime in the middle and really liked that. And then I found out that pedsterm was a specialty that existed, which I had no idea about up till then. I did a rotation in London at a pediatric dermatology tertiary center and just absolutely loved it. I was blown away by the kind of patients that they saw, the ways that um, they were thinking about the patients in the long-term integrating research and uh, just really found my people. So um, I really came at it from a pediatrics angle more than anything. So let's talk about your research interests. Um, we were talking before we officially began and said that you've joined some of the birthmarks calls and had some interest in some projects that are going on there. So tell me more about your research interests. Sure, so within PSDEM, I think there are so many different areas that are ex super interesting to me. And it really spans the whole way. I really like vascular and pigmentary disorders in particular, but uh, even from the genetic standpoint of genotype phenotype correlations and um, matching out how we could maybe borrow drugs that already exist from other specialties to treat patients in a targeted way, all the way to how it means to be in the clinic and have a new diagnosis or something complicated that you need to go through in a short amount of time with a patient and their family and how best to communicate that and how to make decisions together. Um, so I really like every portion of, of that from figuring out things that are new and figuring out different ways that we can approach problems to thinking about how best to communicate with people. I love that. I love this idea of, of um, repurposing drugs from other areas. There's so much room for innovation there. It must make it really exciting as a researcher and as a clinician. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's certainly not something that I can take credit for at all, but <laughs> it's something that I right, think is right. exciting about for the future. Yeah, very exciting. What are some of the challenges you have had to face in your training so far? Um, that is a very good question. I think um, with dermatology, there's there's a lot to learn. And that's something that as a student, you don't really get exposed to that much, right? You might do a few derm clinics um, at some point during medical school. But dermatology as a whole, there might be only a handful of lectures across your whole preclinical time. So uh, that is certainly one of the biggest challenges of being in a residency training program is physically getting to grips with all this new material and being able to apply that in clinic and, and being able to think through how best to, to use it to help people. Um, sometimes people have asked me, like, how should I prepare when I'm a student? Like, how should I think about it from a dermatology right. perspective? I think it's um, I think it's a problem for another day and <laughs> it's great <laughs> along the way is fantastic but the training really makes you think about it in a different aspect that I didn't really appreciate before like how much 
things when you look under the microscope, how that feeds into how you build a differential diagnosis and think about different options that could be on the table for, for what is causing problems for people. And then using that to decide how best to do other tests and treat them. So there's a lot of material to learn, but it comes just with time. Like now being at the end of my residency, um, that's why it takes, you know, three years of residency in dermatology to learn it. You said yes when I asked you to mentor a group of students. So when you're looking at mentorship, both having been a mentee and now as a mentor to students, like what's kind of your approach? What are you thinking about as you're working on those relationships? I think that the main thing is I was helped by so many people along the way when I was figuring out what I wanted to do and, you know, still work in progress. I'm figuring things out every day. But um, I really benefited so much from so many people helping me think through that and and build on skills and and thinking about what my career might look like, um, especially coming from abroad. So I trained in the UK. I went to medical school in London. Um, my husband's from Massachusetts. So long story short, that's that's why we yeah. ended up here. Um, so I came from a completely different system. I didn't know anything about how US medical school really worked or, or dermatology or residency applications or anything. Um, and I did some away rotations and was really, really helped by, um, by a number of people who were residents and attendings. So I think I have a lot to pay forward in that respect to other people who are in those early, early stages too. And really people helped me so much by thinking, not only what I'm, what I might be interested in, but helping me to explore it in, in tangible different ways. And whether that's through, whether that's just through talking through their experiences or whether it's through setting, setting up with projects like quality improvement or, or smaller research projects. Mm-hmm. And some of those really helped me to kind of have something that you can put your teeth into and dig a little deeper in the literature and figure things out from the ground up, really helped me to think about the kinds of things that I was really interested in. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, sometimes when I approach mentorship with people, it's exploring what kinds of things they might be interested in to start with, or even they might not even know. They might just know that they are interested in dermatology and that they know that they like kids or that they like adults or anything. Um, and so sometimes it's just as simple as helping them think through what might be ways for them to explore how um, what what ways they might be able to explore what interests them and help them figure out if this is something that they'd like to do in the long term. And if it's not, then that's totally fine too. Just, you know, it's sometimes um, helpful to help people be guided down one path or another. What would you say so far has been the best piece of advice you've received from mentors thus far in your training? That's a really good question. From mentors in my training, um, one quote I really like is, um, will it matter or what would you choose if you're if you're 90? Like, what would you look back mm-hmm. on and think, I'm glad I did that or I wish I did that differently um sometimes that has helped me think through different decision points um not always career focused sometimes life life focused too um or another one that uh someone in my program has told us is uh when things aren't going going well take notes and then think about what you could do differently another time both of those sort of in the spirit of reflection and, you know, being setting yourself up for being proactive rather than reactive, it sounds like. So we touched on this a little bit when we talked about your uh, research interests, but 10 years from now, your career is established. What do you hope to be working on or maybe having had accomplished? Um, so I think I would like to be working in an academic center as a pediatric dermatologist. Um, that's certainly what I'm aiming to do going into my fellowship. 
I think that there are so many different hats that you can wear as part of a career. You know, some people focus on teaching, some on quality improvement, some on research. Um, I like the, I like a lot of hats. I don't know which ones I'm going to wear. <laughs> um, but I think that I will do some kind of research in, in some way. And I'll, I would love to be involved with teaching, you know, at a medical school and helping people think through uh, what different ways that they might um want to pursue a career within pediatrics or dermatology but I don't know I don't know exactly what my career is going to look like at this at this stage I definitely like vascular anomalies too and that's something that I'm pursuing more in my fellowship to think through um how that might be incorporated but um the rest is to be seen it's so hard to think that far in the future you know I'm just trying to like figure out what I'm gonna make for dinner tonight and that's like as far (laughs) in the future as I can get you know (laughs) exactly yeah. yeah. Um I think there's a lot to be to be said for that. I just had a baby this this year. So we're taking each day as it comes and figuring things out step by step. <laughs> Congratulations. How old is baby? Um she's five months. So yeah. Oh, so you're just really like in that day by day world. Yep. I'm out of the phase where you put diapers in the fridge. Um, you know, yes. you know what your name is. But yeah. um uh now that I'm back at work and everything, we're taking things day by day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I remember that time. (laughs) Well, before I let you go, is there anything about yourself personally that you would like to share either a a hobby that you have, a hidden talent, a funny story? Let me think. Hidden talents are tough. I feel like so many people, um, uh, just pull out the bag, you know, that they, that they've been a world leader in some respect or in a national orchestra or something like that. Um, (laughs) anything as glamorous as that but um I am not someone who's very sporty but have gotten more into that with time so um my husband and I have a tandem bike and we've done a lot of adventures around the world on on that um so we've done trips in uh Australia and South Korea and Japan and we did a uh tram a big trip across the UK before we before we moved over here a few years ago um from the tip of England to the northern tip of Scotland so oh that's my gosh I th- that would be a, such a great way to see the world it's yeah it's a really fun way to see places because it takes you to places where you otherwise you wouldn't get a train there or you wouldn't drive there and stop right. but you just really go through all these smaller towns and villages and have to figure out how to order food in different languages and figure out where you're staying so I think you see a very different flavor and of a place and it means that just the whole journey is is the fun of the trip rather than trying to get to the next place. Yes, I agree completely. That is so cool. What a great tidbit to share. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Plumtree. It has been really lovely getting to know you. And thank you for joining Pedra and being a part of our network and working within our mentorship program. I am so grateful for the time you give us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. This is great. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Getting to Know You. And a special thanks to Dr. Bella Plumtree for joining me today. It was lovely getting to know her and learning about her work. If you would like to be a part of Getting to Know You, send me an email at info at pedraresearch.org. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Pedra Pearls podcast channel in iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And be sure you're following us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pedra Research. We'll see you next time.